Hey guys, this is Aisha Shelton. And this is Kevin Shelton. Welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Welcome back. I'm super excited this week because this week we get to talk about how to get started investing in real estate. So uh, I've been chomping at the bit all week to, to get on this mic and talk to you about it. Oh, okay. Tell me more, Kevin. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that we're, we're really excited about with Marriage and Real Estate is the growth of the Marriage and Real Estate Society. And some of the things that people ask us all the time is how do I get started? Yep. Right. And everybody wants to hit the ground running and, you know, rah, 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 real estate. And there's a couple of things that we definitely think that could really help you along your journey and really help you um, get started and hit the ground running. And one of those big components is community. It's the people around you. Right. So uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk to today about uh, was not only getting started, but who do you need around you? Who do you need in your community, right? Who are the people who um, you need to spend the most time with in order to get started in real estate? Cool. Yeah. So I think we've all heard the phrase, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Mm -hmm. And so who are you spending the most time with and what are they doing? Right. Um, and that's one of the aims or goals of the Marriage and Real Estate Society is to give you all opportunities to spend more time with people who are investing in real estate and are married. Right. Yep. And I think both of those components matter. And yes, you can be single and invest in real estate, but um, this is specifically about married people. <laughs> no, for sure. And also specifically about married people who do real estate. So we were extremely intentional about who and what yep. our avatar is because the challenges that we face may be the very same challenges that you face. And if it's not us, then somebody that's in our society or our circle also face those challenges too. So as we build this group or this tribe of people who are married and in real estate, we hope that we can be the circle that you've been looking for. No, true. I remember when we were first getting started, when we kind of jumped into the podcast realm and we were listening to all this stuff and we were consuming all these books. And it wasn't until we got around actual people who were doing it and, you know, aspiring to do it that we started taking action. And I remember um, dragging you to a meeting way out in Sugarland, mm -hmm. like 45 minutes from my house. And it was a room for 20, 30 people all either interested in getting in real estate or in real estate. And, um, one of the things that I learned from that room, and there are a couple of things that I want to touch on, but one of the things I learned is everybody's not going to take action, right? Um, so you need to be around people who are actually doing something, willing to do something. Yep. Because if I look back at that room of 20, 30 people, out of everybody in that room, probably only 10 people were either doing something currently or within the next couple of years after that got started doing something. Yeah. And even those faces we see now, they're still in our circle. Absolutely. Right. Those other 20 people, like if it was 30 people and 10 sure. are doing something, those other 20 people are back to doing whatever they were doing before. So it's very important to surround yourself with not only people who are taking action, but people who are going to support you in your action so that y'all can go forward together. Here's the other thing that I think is important to mention, too. What we do is mm. rare, yep. right? What you do what or what you will be doing will be rare air. Yep. And for everybody else, your mom, yep. your parents, your, your aunties, friends, uncles. everybody else will look at you like you're crazy. Like, 
And people looked at us like we were they crazy. They did, but that that's the point that I'm trying to make. So you, you have to get around people that look at you when you say you have these ideas of investing in real estate or starting Airbnb or whatever it is your real estate journey is. You have to be around people who go, oh, yeah, of course. That's a thing. It's we a do thing that. because yeah. they've done it or because they know people who've done it. And trust me, when we say everybody around you will not be on board – and it's not out of spite. It's not because they don't want you to be successful. They want to protect you. Your parents mm -hmm. want to protect you. And real estate can be scary. Your friends don't understand because they don't understand. They, don't understand. Real estate. they just don't understand. And so you have to get around people who are moving in those spaces. And that goes for real estate and for marriages, too. Oh, a thousand percent. Because, I mean, imagine being married around your single friends. It's the same thing. It's tough. Like, it's like... Uh, that uh, outcast video where everybody's like, why are you getting married, pimp? Why are you getting married? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like when you're around a bunch of single folks, you trying to get married. The aspiration to even get married seems like a red flag. It's like, what are you doing? Right. Why are you getting off the boat? And it's the same thing when you jump into real estate. When you decide to take your family and your wealth building journey to the next level, you're jumping off a boat. You're jumping off the rat race. You're jumping off the traditional kind of do Way what of your parents did mm -hmm. boat. And the hard part about that is you do feel like an outcast. So you have to surround yourself around people, not just to, to feel supported, but to not go crazy. Cause a lot of times it does feel crazy. And the benefit of being married is you have each other. So when I bring my crazy ideas to you and you say, yeah, go for it. Or you bring your crazy ideas to me. I could be like, hell yeah, let's do that. But when you're around other couples that can do that, I mean, it just takes you to another level. It does. It's funny about the, so you don't feel crazy. Kevin will be over there feeling crazy. And I'm crazy. over there like, I don't care what they think. Yep. I'd be like, but they said I wasn't going to do it. Who is they? And what do they do? How much money they got? I, you know, listen, how many properties we first got do started they own? And we were we buying our first couple properties. Everybody's like, you're going to spend what on what? You're going to do, you're going to renovate what? You're going to build, Huh? That's not a thing. And I remember feeling so down about it mm -hmm. um, because these are folks who love you. These are, you know what I mean? These are, these are folks who you spent your whole life with and they can't see it for you. And you feel like it's a doubt in your abilities and it's not, yeah. it's a lack of understanding. Because now everybody in our family get it and they like, oh, rah, rah, rah. But we talk about seven years. But not before. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's true. And let's be clear. They will always have something to say. Whoever the they is in your life, yep. they will always have something to say. The question that you need to ask yourself is, have they done it? Yeah. Do they do it? And if not, don't worry about it. Like oh, man. <laughs> a funny, funny story. And just a side note, I was at, um, I was at a store once. No, I was at a bank. I was at Smart Financial. I remember the story. And this is probably a couple of years ago when the market was crazy, but it wasn't as crazy as it is now. And this guy was thinking about buying a house and his coworker was talking him out of buying a house. And he said, man, you know, I'm thinking about buying. I got my money saved up. You know, I was working on my pre-approval, but my friend told me it's not a good time to buy a house. I said, Why? And he said, oh, well, he said the market's bad and it's a seller's market. And this and this is when it was an active buyer's market. Wasn't even seller market then. And he said, it's not a good time. And, you know, that stuff is overpriced and I really shouldn't be paying this and da 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 da, da. 
So his friend happened to be his coworker, and his coworker happened to be like there. He's like, yeah, that's him right over there. That's my friend. I said, well, have you bought any real estate recently? He's like, I've never bought real estate. <laughs> so what are you talking about? Like, I, and I, I had to like check myself because I'm about to argue in a bank with a person who ain't never bought nothing. Kevin I always want to argue with somebody. No, it don't make no sense. It doesn't, but that does, you just go, oh. That's wrong. And I, just but I've had to away. learn that because yeah. what you realize is the people who are giving you advice, not only have they never done what you're attempting to do, they don't even know what they don't even understand what you're attempting to do. It's so far out of their realm. Right. Uh, I went to a restaurant and I had on a, one of our podcast merch shirts and it has three houses on it. It says good things come in threes. And the girl behind the counter, she said, well, what comes in threes? I said, houses. She's like, that's not real. You can't buy no three houses. I said, what you mean? I do it all the time. And she said, that, you lying? That's not real. But you have to, I had to realize, these folks don't know nothing about what you're trying to do. Well, and they just hadn't, it's it's lack of exposure, right? You, we, it, what we haven't seen. We perish or what for we lack don't, of knowledge. We perish for lack of knowledge, but also what we don't know, we, we villainize too, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So, I mean, and culturally speaking, that's absolutely true. That's why Illuminati. people say, yeah, like Beyonce and Jay-Z got to be Illuminati. Now, I don't know if they are or not, but why does that have to be you the case? You know what's so stupid about that? There's mad billionaires, and they don't say nothing about no Illuminati with them. It's regular families every day that's got a billion dollars in every market in the U.S. Don't nobody say nothing about no but, Illuminati. But, I mean, it's like, okay. Go I'll ahead. Say it. It. Okay, so Kevin had on a suit yesterday, right? Oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> Kevin had on a suit yesterday. Kevin is not... Typically in suits, I'm but he is he is transitioning. I am I'm transitioning as a his person. style. Okay. And so Kevin had on a suit and he happened to be carrying a large book. <laughs> so somebody said, who said it? It you, don't matter. It doesn't matter you, who said it. You said somebody that. said, Pastor Kevin. And he you, said You were the one who said Why that. does a man, why does a black man in a suit with a book have to be a pastor? Like, bro, if I was white, why can't I be a business? You would not say that. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever. It wasn't your suit. I think it was the really large book that you were carrying. It did it for me. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. It's true. It's true. And so if we've not seen it before, we tend to villainize it or we tend to make 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 light of it. And so you being in a suit very well should and could mean that you're about to do some serious business, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's crazy? I was at a friend of ours house this morning and she hadn't seen me in a suit in a long I probably since our wedding or something like that. What is her name? Whose house was you at today? I'm not I'm not gonna say that. A good a very good friend. A very good friend. And she was like, Oh, you look nice. I ain't never seen you in no suit. You always in work clothes. And I was like, you know what? I actually need to start dressing like a person who owns a couple companies and actually does business because the perception of me is I'm just knee deep in construction all day and changing that perception is is a job that I need to take. But that's a good point, though, because when you wear your construction clothes all the time, people approach you with like construction stuff. Oh, man, I really need this fixed. Hey, come fix my screen I'd like to renovate this and renovate that. And you're like, sir, I'm the host. What do you think about the uh, the bench in my house that needs repair? It's like. But that but if you want to dress like you want to be addressed. Right. And so people are simply addressing you the way that you are. That's why I changed my dress. No. And that's I mean, I just think that's. That's a good point. But even for, you know, couples in real estate, you 
you want to make sure that whatever it is that you're doing or pursuing that you bring that energy. No, a thousand percent. Uh, that you always bring that energy. And so who you dress for who you want to be, not yeah. for who you are. And I think we're both kind of in that. that space. I agree with that. Yeah. And I mean, also, you know, to your point earlier, dress for who you want to be and, and who you're going to be and also associate with who you who you want to be and who you're going to be. Because a lot of times people spend all weekend with the friends that just work the jobs and watch the game. And then you trying to invest in some real estate, right? You're not fostering the investment in real estate. So wearing my construction boots, I'm not fostering a perception of business, right? You're not fostering a perception of, of doing real estate. So it is important who you associate yourself with. It's important what you wear, how you present yourself. And it's also important that, you know, you make sure that you're investing in whatever your future is going to be, because at the end of the day, you're going to get whatever the outcome is of how you spend your time. The next five years going to happen regardless. So how you spend those five years will communicate exactly to the universe where you want to be. If you want to be a real estate investor, if you want to be exactly where you are right now, a developer, a developer, successful real estate agent, a wholesaler making billions and millions of dollars, an Airbnb host, <laughs> an that's Airbnb a super host super making host. thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. Or if you want to be, you know, Johnny with the job that go home and there's watch. nothing wrong with that. Uh -uh. No, I'm not knocking that, but it's who you want to be. Just, it's a, it's, it's a different space. Right. And in this space, you know, we're looking for people that are highly motivated, looking to be or are already invested in real estate, yep. taking it to the next level because you're associated with people who are taking it to the next level. And yep. we keep talking about real estate, but also in your marriage, too. Oh, a thousand percent. Right. Like all of, we can amass all of this and do a whole bunch of stuff. But if our marriage is not healthy, if we don't keep that together, then it'll be, you know, all busted up anyway. It, it's funny. I was talking to another good friend of ours uh, on a conference call this morning. We were talking about talking weekly to really support ourselves. And um, who are these people? I don't want to mention names. Okay, well, tell me offline because you keep you dra name dropping these. Rent. I was at whole girl house this morning. She saw me in my no suit. Wasn't old girl house? I was at <laughs> I was our friend's house, friend. couple with her husband. She happened to be there. I look. I I spend time with the people. I spend time with. Anyway, the we'll point talk is. Offline. The point is, uh, I was telling him about working with you, working together. And the fact that for the last almost three years, we spend the better part of 18 hours a day together, every day for the last three years. Now that takes a level of love. That takes a level of like. It's really not that hard, Kevin. I'm, no, it's not hard at all. That's not my point. My point okay. is that it's hard. My point is that in order to do that, you really got to want to be with your spouse. Okay, yes. And I really enjoy time with you. I do too. But that goes into us working on our marriage. Even spending that much time together doesn't mean we have we don't have to do work. We still got to work on our relationship intentionally every day. Yeah. Right? So even after 18 hours a day for the last three years, do we still got stuff to work on? Absolutely. Exactly. Do we want our best marriage? Absolutely. Do we want our best careers? Absolutely. And we're just trying to offer that to the folks. And we are still working. So let's be very clear. Every day. The work, the so work is there. We are there. not giving you a solution. We're giving you a community that helps yeah. you get there. Yeah. Uh, because ultimately you are your own solution once you have the resources. And that's what we want to be. Yeah. So 
welcome for those of you who are are ready to start this journey we're ready to take it to the next level and for those of you who are still waiting on the sidelines we're gonna be here because we keep doing this thing that's so, true uh this marriage and real estate for another week we are excited to see you look forward to our launch coming march 1st and uh we'll keep talking about it until it launches so yeah here we go marriage and real estate another week i'm kevin i'm aisha we out